0: The following is not to be taken seriously. Patrick and Ryan are not experts. They are semi-professional, amateur hobbyists, and their views and opinions reflect as such.
1: Welcome to the Shiny Things Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Aldani. And I'm the other host, uh, Patrick Conley. And uh, we're here to talk about shiny things. What's the shiny thing, Pat? Well, or are the people new... Yeah, well, if, if you listen to our sessions today, we uh, talked about how a uh, shiny thing is something you're really passionate about, something you love, you, something you would like to gush about for endless, uh endless amount of time until someone uh, eventually just walks up and gets away. <laughs> <laughs> someone walks away from you? Yeah. <laughs> is something that you are uh, begging someone to ask you a question about so you can just talk at length about this thing that you're into? Absolutely. Yeah. And we have our very first guest with, guests with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself, bro.
0: All right. Well, I am Evan. I am the first guest now, right? Absolutely. Wow. Thanks it's for such being. an honor. Thanks for being here. I am a, a hobbyist at heart. I love to collect and build my little figures from various universes, various board games, card games, tabletop games, et cetera. So almost of the neckbeard alpha (laughs) but i'm not into the comic books as much so i guess i'm safe from that yet Uh, i don't have enough money to get into comic books (laughs) between the card games the board games the tabletop games what more can they take from me there's always there's more there's There's always more there, there
1: will be more what is uh? What's your what? What's your shiny thing? That what you, you bringing to, to the today? table today?
0: So, uh, you know, speaking of uh, bringing to the table, my shiny thing is the forty k tabletop game. Now, GW has you know a broad umbrella of games um, among a couple other companies. I collect that all. <laughs> I am very poor, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs>
1: I, I was at home. we Forty k is short for a Warhammer forty thousand. I was actually going to say like uh it's a little little known fact that this used to be a tabletop game and not like a video game and and and, and. Yeah. <laughs> Way back when.
0: There 1990s. I have I have met people now who are like, "Yeah, I played the video game." And I'm like, "My god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get off my lawn." Which one?
0: The good ones, yeah. obviously. <laughs>
1: obviously,
0: the ones that played the bad ones were like, "This is garbage." <laughs> <Who> <laughs> Just <laughs> would ever wanna... I
1: I liked Kill Team, the twin stick shooter. Oh uh, yeah, that, that was a fun Xbox. Game. That was yeah. a good one. That, actually... that
0: existed. Yeah, it yeah, was that, great.
1: That was actually really fun. All yeah. Also,
0: I remember was Fire Warrior from that era.
1: <laughs> no, that, this was it was newer than Fire Warrior. This came out And okay. I think in college, I, I'm, yeah. I remember playing it at my apartment with Sam uh, when we lived together, and.
0: Man, yeah, I do not remember yeah, a Twin sticks Shooter. Was just, you know? It was
1: literally it was just on Xbox Live. It didn't come out physically.
0: Okay, that's so, probably why. Do you one.
1: remember uh, like Helldivers? Yeah, like that's. Hell, yeah. it's basically that, but Warhammer 40k. Yeah, and you and without the ability to kill, kill, kill each other <laughs> like Helldivers. Divers. Uh, For yeah, the best, all brothers like each other a little more than that. yes. But anyways, I, I digress. Um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I am huge into 40k as well. Not as Active anymore, unfortunately, just. But um, I'm hoping to get back into it. And, and I'm a casual observer. I. How did you? I I don't I know we talked about over the years, um, but like how did you get into it? Because and he doesn't
0: have to tell you; he can tell me. How did you? Yeah, get into it? yeah. How did I get in? Get, well, By accident. Well, because
1: if I remember, you're you're pretty much like one of the only person who's been into it as long as I have been,
0: or if not. yeah, middles I got started in middle school. Yeah,
1: same. So like between our like. Our, in our group of players, I think we're kind of like me too old part too. Like, oh, back in my day, back in third edition. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I that's when I became aware of Warhammer 40k and aware that I could not afford it.
0: Yeah, so the yeah, since 40k has gone through numerous editions, we're now in tenth edition as of like yesterday is when they officially dropped the rules the stuff, and yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I got started in fourth edition. And yeah, you got started towards in like late third, Pet, or
1: uh, early, about mid, or early earth? to early to middle third. Like there, yeah. in my, there are some old timers at the at my local hobby store where I got started uh, there's some old timers <laughs> who refused and kept playing second edition that <laughs> so, sounds a mind. lot like D&D which <laughs> we'll get into that in a d so uh, but, uh, time, but yeah. I had a Space Marine Codex from that era when it's like I Ooh, oh I want to get this so oh man so I bought yeah. the Codex like the little those. Thin, I know scrapbook. back those books were so thick uh, yeah, but back when they only costed like 13 bucks the stuff that I could bucks. afford yeah. uh, I could not afford any of the models yeah. and my parents weren't going to buy it for me uh, so <laughs> (laughs) that's all i could get and i remember i had you guys over my house not you sadly but this guy over here yeah Uh, i got
0: i came into this group friend group much later in life yeah
1: i I had you over to my house and i think sam was there too and derek and stuff and i pulled this codex out oh yeah what edition even is this and i don't think i ever got a straight answer because nobody knew what because it was the one where the space ran on top of a pile. A pile of uh, bugs, yeah, that's yeah. that's third edition. Third edition. Yeah. Okay, so that's when I became aware of 40k. And fun fact, they I, I think didn't they make a model out of that guy? With
0: the, yes, the they did. Yeah. They did re-release or they did, made a, like a like new an sculpt, a, a new scalper, sculpt, yep, yeah, of that. <laughs> Extremely classic. It's very space Marine. He's
1: got his power fist mm-hmm. in there air, and just like raise. I mean, this is a podcast, so you, so the listeners can't see what I'm doing. But <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that the, word, the describe weirdest describe thing? Yeah, the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm raising my fist in there because that's why he, you know, he, he's on that. And he's firing a gun like you can't one-handed. See the pose,
0: but it's pretty cool.
1: But yeah, you can, you can look it up. It's <laughs> it's very easy to find online. It's really cool.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no. How I got into it was. By accident, literally, I think it was uh, one day.
1: You tripped and fell into a biospace range?
0: (laughs) Almost. Like, got to, saw it when going on a shopping trip with my parents. Oh, okay. And, like, saw the store and was like, oh, maybe it's like a GameStop cuz uh it does
1: have game in Yeah
0: hobby. literally I mean good god being in that hobby shop nowadays it's very regular for people to call the store and be like you got video games got magic cards and he, and Poor store manager Matt has to be like, "No, we do the tabletop game, and it's just a click." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, "Wow, rude much?" But
1: <laughs> it's been zero days since <laughs> a rude phone call.
0: <laughs> yeah, I should get them a board for that. I'm sure they'd appreciate I mean, it. I
1: mean, I would be yeah, it'd it's... be fun to go in and see the, the,
0: the tally. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'd love that.
1: It's the 11th consecutive day with a rude phone call.
0: That's <laughs> a new record. No, no, it'd be funnier if it was a. Uh, Uh, Without a rude phone call and it's always at zero. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, walked into this store and um, the store manager at that time, also a Matt, the store store has had like three managers, all Matt. (laughs) Is that that like a job requirement? I don't don't know, but (laughs) it is weird that it happened.
1: (laughs) Must have (laughs) three times. (laughs) Must have four years of experience. (laughs) Being a Matt.
0: (laughs) Must be a Matt. (laughs) Must be named Matt.
1: (laughs) Must be a Matt for at least two years. (laughs) I was born into the met,
0: and um, yeah, wa- walked into the store with my parents and just felt enthralled by what is this? What is going on? And the store manager there was like, "Yeah, this is a tabletop game," and I was like, "I I literally had no frame of reference. I had never, I knew of like D and D, and I knew that like, okay, well, it's paper and sometimes models." And the Storm manager was like, yes, and this is all models all the time. And I'm like, I got to get into this. And so cool. we – yep. And we got that um, battle for Black Reach – no, not Black Reach. Assault on – no, no. Um uh, the yeah. Tyranid. Yeah, Blackery. Uh, no, no, Tyranids McCrag? versus Space Marines. Battle for Macragge. Oh yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Back that was that was the fourth edition starter yeah, box, and yes. now tenth edition. We're back to Space Marines versus Tyranids again. Going classic. We come we come full circle.
1: <laughs> yeah, retro's right in, you know. Yeah. but um, everything in between was New Coke, and now we're going to Coke Classic again. Again,
0: yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, got that, and. I mean, you know, I guess, I, yeah, they walked me through, like, you know, oh, here's all the different factions, and here's what's cool about them. And I remember, like, when I finally got set on wanting to collect an army, I even asked I asked the stormage, well, what's the least played faction? And he's like, that would be these Tyranids. They are hungry space bugs from outside of the galaxy that want to devour everything. Sold. Literally. Literally, I was like... Yes, I'm in. Give give me give me giant space bugs. Give me my griblies. and then he's like, "Perfect," because this battle for of is Tyranids versus Space Marines. So you get some more bugs. You get and you, you get those you find marines someone
1: else who wants the marines you go have these and split it that's yeah that's a good way
0: to do it i still have those original Space base marines. <laughs> <laughs> I, <think laughs> some so of I just speak sacrilege to you like yeah i know some some of them are I'm, i think most of that is still unbuilt <laughs> literally <I> just <laughs> took the Tyranids. Oh, dude. i think i still have that original dreadnought on I, the sproom. i can't
1: even i can't even tell
0: Give any shit. That's for that. a,
1: that's a thing in the hobby, though. Unpaint, my mountain of unpainted minis. It is. It is unbuilt. either
0: the pile of shame, or as the new current store manager Matt would say, pile of opportunity, which is a lie. It is. <laughs> it is shame. <laughs> say,
1: that's, a, that's a very positive spin. It's
0: positive, but it's still a lie. <laughs> it's, but yeah, and ever ever since ever since then, I've been in part of the hobby, going to that store on the regular. Um, you know, biking there when I didn't have a car, you know, because I was in middle school too yep. young. So I would bike there carrying <laughs> my models in a bag. Yep.
1: <laughs> so we have a games workshop in the area? Like I didn't know that we had a specific it, games workshop.
0: Yeah, it store. it's in – um. well, I live a little north of here mm-hmm. in the uh, Troy, Rochester area. Okay, so area. it's up there. Okay, yep. Okay. Yeah, and and there's also is... the one in Ann Arbor, like on Washtenaw.
1: Uh, when, uh, like right on yeah, right. We're oh, watching well, all splits. I'm going to have to pop over there on my lunch break sometime, but, just in, so I can ooh oh, wow, and yeah, all yeah. the minis. That's right. Because um, there's a store uh, nearby where we Golden Rhino Games, I think. Uh, which, by the way, they, they never heard of Hero Clicks, which blows my mind. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, I went in there looking for Heroclix because my friends and I were just going to play like a mini tournament. I've played HeroClubs in, in forever, like twenty years. Yeah, right. I just <laughs> I just bought Heroclix for the first time wow. in like a decade. Um, but uh, boy, next
0: thing you're going to tell me is that you also wanted to get started with Heroscape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: um, Renegade Games just got the license for that, so we're going to see more of that. Soon. Re- yeah.
0: Oh my wow. god!
1: Anyway. Um was oh they had a space marine army on display that was painted with the Turbodork Radical Paints Kirikau color which is like a light blue metallic shiny and stuff and it looked fantastic wow like i like i went into the store and like you know like can i help you with anything it's like hero never heard of it all right leave me alone so i can look at the space marine army cuz it's it's gorgeous
0: yeah there's there's definitely a lot of people in the hobby that are so good with the painting oh, and i am i am now Good enough to not be embarrassed to put them onto the table, (laughs) but not like, you know, Hey, anybody want, yeah. Hey, want any, you know, do I want to have people critique my everything I do about these models in broad daylight? No,
1: (laughs) your, your experience is very similar to mine. Uh, my, we, there's this, uh, a hobby town right in my, right in my neighborhood. And this is how old the store is right next to the blockbuster, um, and we uh and we actually would go there for model rockets, and this is before I even heard of like d and d or anything, and so like the front part of of hobbytown was all like traditional hobby stuff, so like model trains and and model rockets and stuff, so right. we used to go there for model rockets and, uh, yeah, and uh, so one day, yeah, pretty much like one day we went in picking up whatever, and they had a back room, You ventured deeper, yeah, they the had a whole back gaming area. And so I saw all these, you know, all these folks, you know, with you know these cool looking minis, and I'm like, what? and so I went back there, and I was like, you know, what, what is this? you know, what's going on? Like this, like I said, this out of no context for any of this. I didn't know about D and D, nothing, nothing about rolling dice, like outside of like yep. Yahtzee, you know. So I, you know, I go in, and uh, so and the, everyone there was super nice and super like, oh, this is Warhammer, and like basically just like. Info dumped like oh here's everything you know about 40k or and this is what we do here you want to try it and I'm like first one's free it, yeah it, pretty much it's like pretty much it's like first the,
0: taste <laughs> is free Yep, that's how they get you that's
1: <laughs> pretty much how it got me and so then you know immediately uh, got into it I bought a, I bought an army of space marines first I got I, I kind of built up but I never really played with them I just kind of like. Enjoy like we we kind of vaguely stumbled through a game have, like my friends and I at home, uh, but it wasn't until we started hanging out like at the hobby butor- at the hobby town regularly and then I bought it, it orcs and then I had all of my orcs and then and then I got a guard for ever. This sounds a lot like uh, a lot of like elementary and middle school experiences with like Pokemon cards. Yeah, like you, where you buy the cards and you collect the cards, but like, I have no idea how to play this
0: yeah. game. None of us knew how to play the game, I but we loved them. I b- yeah. didn't
1: until college, and I realized, I don't know how to play this game. So I went out and bought two starter decks and learned how to play Pokemon, the card game. It's pretty slick. Yeah,
0: yeah. and now I look at, you know, it's like, oh, how did Pokemon play at the start versus how it plays now? Huh. <laughs> two completely different games that allegedly are the same. It's, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh, too. That, that's a card game that it's like, oh, man. I have one of my original decks that I made well, they, at the start of like Yu-Gi-Oh. They outlawed and I'm like,
1: uh pot of greed, so I don't care anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, every everything that's from there is every, every good card from Fun the beginning fact, is. Fun fact:
1: uh, deck is completely illegal. Really. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm almost not. every card he has is like not legal for tournament play.
0: Uh, that's that doesn't <laughs> surprise me in the slightest. Actually, that kind of does because his I mean, deck, if, his if cards a, are
1: outside of like a modern setting, like uh, like a uh, like the Magic the Gathering, like Legacy, like stuff. But like, he's still not tournament legal. Like you can't use like Pot of Green. You're literally not allowed to bring it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess I just thought, you know, so many of those older card the game just played so much slower yes. back in the beginning. And now I've like watched YouTube videos and people are like, oh yeah, it's all about trying to get off your combos turn one. I'm like, what? can't I just like play the game for... Nope. Play <laughs> play like five turns? For fun? <laughs> Gross.
1: Get out of here. That's not allowed. Fun is not allowed.
0: People are like, nope, I hand trap, you know, I, I hope oh, you've activated all of my trap cards, which goes into my combo, which lets me search my deck, which lets me summon these things up, which lets me swing for lethal. Did you block any of it? It's like, no. <laughs> no. I, <didn't> <laughs> I drew a card and I put a monster in defense mode. It's You ignored it. You blew it up immediately. And... <laughs> All right,
1: so Anyways. I feel like these tangents are going to be a thing on <laughs> yes. this show.
0: I, I mean, it happens. It's, happened. it's yeah. going to happen. We're, we're to happen. a bunch of nerds, Yeah. and you will continue to call on other nerds into this room. Yeah, no,
1: no. I'm not saying this is going to be a bad thing. Oh, I'm no. just pointing it out now. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to put you – know, just the expectation is that we're, the tangents are going to be a thing.
0: Absolutely. We should come
1: up with a name for tangents. Anyway, Um, the next bit on the shiny thing itself, uh, which I will remind you, is 40K and not Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh! Or
0: (laughs) or Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, or Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. (laughs) That was off air, I
1: think. Anyways. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. That probably was. (laughs) That was during the warm-up. The next question is kind of like, what do you personally get out of 40K? Like, what keeps you... Uh, continuing to indulge in it because some shiny things are fleeting romances, like one week burning passion, and then we're done. Um, yeah, it's been. But this one is clearly stuck around for quite some time. So, what keeps bringing you back to it?
0: What keeps bringing me back is I know, sorry, I had, throwing a heavy question at you. Yeah. I know it is true deep. because mostly because you know, there have been even periods of time where it's like I basically fell out with the hobby for. At times a year or so or two where i just don't do anything that kind of happened um you know right out of college you know just like oh no i've lost <laughs> most of the local well, gaming group and we
1: went from being able to pay play two two, ge- two games or two nights a week like officially and then we still played like another night and we'd go you know so you're lucky we, to get once a month yeah, yeah we were able to play all together all the time and so
0: between you know like graduating college and getting a job and it's just like but yeah always kept coming back to it because i just loved the hobbying aspect and the community you know it sure the local community that I had at GW got replaced with the college group, and then I kind of had to like be like, I don't remember a lot of you people now. Oh, a lot of you are in fact newer, or you were just going to other hobby stores and now have shown up, and so
1: the, the the crew has cycled over. Right, that turnover rate was high. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta remember who the new people are.
0: Right, and um, yeah, that's that's what's kept me coming back. Also, GW keeps releasing new awesome-looking <laughs> models, and I'm like,
1: the FOMO kicks in. Like, I need it. Right. Yes, and that's the thing about Warmer 40K is everyone likes it for different reasons. I personally, I'm terrible, and I and about painting, and I don't have the willpower to force myself to do it and to get good at it so so are you tabling unpainted minis like no. you're, you're, you're oh, not no, no. even getting them table ready oh no i'm getting p- other people to paint it for me uh, <laughs> okay okay so i i know i use some terms uh table worthy and stuff like yes. that's an actual thing for painting yes. and i'll let the shiny things guy explain like the different different uh standards. standards for painting these minis
0: all right well i guess the the standards for painting are unpainted in which <laughs>
1: We, we, you, we mock you, and shame you y- for. Yep. You,
0: the big gray tide. The dice will roll worse for you if you bring unpainted models onto the table for it's games. It's scientifically proven there's the there's the primed where literally all that, ha, yeah. that you have painted is is that you have base coated them whatever either
1: black or white black or, or white
0: yeah. yeah. i'm gw's then also be like hey here's red primer and gold and oh, oh yeah. so it's, it's for the real lazy so, people right you yeah. know oh i you know custodes <laughs> are an army of golden you know armored warriors and gw's like hey, here's a gold base coat yeah. that you can use. And it's like, all right, I am done painting. <laughs> My golden boys are now golden. Uh, then the then the next step up is battle ready, in which it would also be classified as tournament re- ready too, because um, that would be you've got at least three colors and the base has work done on it.
1: Oh, so you can't just have like a...
0: I get well. That is that is the tournament. Base. Yeah, that is the tournament ready. So I guess you could on the more casual side is just have a blank base with okay. then a model that so has at least three colors.
1: Battle ready is three colors, and tournament ready is three colors plus the base.
0: Plus the base has work okay. on it, so and again, G- yeah. Yes. I mean, GW has paints, technical paints that will dry in the crack and like, in, make so, so that and, stuff, and that yeah. counts. That works then. So it's like. Hell, that almost can then count as one of the three colors. (laughs) You can paint your model two colors and then the base is the third thing. And then there's parade ready. And parade ready is, all right, I am going to get the edge highlights to my edge highlights to really make the glint of his glowing robotic eye really pop and like, that I'll, is
1: I'll wash half of this mini on one side where he's holding his glowing green gun to represent the glow onto him sort of thing
0: Exactly uh, yeah. that is that is where like oh I have directional lighting being cr- recreated on this model light sources exist within this model and to get these colors are 5 6 step processes per color
1: these are the ones that people ooh and ah over. These
0: are these are what people ooh and ah over. These are what you know people send in for you know tournament or com- competitive painting.
1: Like they, have, this they, is they have you a know,
0: big uh, their competition
1: called Golden Demon. Yeah, and every year they always do you know various categories like you know, single mini, diorama, squad, so on, vehicle, you know best vehicle and.
0: I just look at those and I'm like, God. Oh. These are these are drooling. the people that do it for a living. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just need you just don't have the time. That's and that's the big thing for yeah. this hobby. It is it is a time sink, and I am I glad the to have it. Games
1: themselves can last a while, especially the apocalypse ones.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: which, as far as I'm aware, is the only kind that you play.
0: Because hmm. I
1: never hear you about playing any other. Style of Warhammer. Well that's, a, well, that's the one that we gets talked about the most. Is just because an you know, Apocalypse game is so abnormal, but it's just like it's the one people keep coming back. Yeah, it's, a, it, it's the one that generates the epic stories. Yeah, oh yeah. Like you know, we've played how, over the years probably like four, four or five yeah. Apocalypse games, and like I could tell you more about that, but like one of the APOC games more than like 10 other different games (laughs) because like it's so vivid like it's so crazy it's
0: such an out there thing because again this this tabletop game is typically 1v1 Mm -hmm. and occasionally you can be like have a 2v2 but our APOC games rather than having 1v1 on a large scale we had like four or five people on a team.
1: Oh, teams. teams. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like 1v1 1v, people. 1v. Oh, no, no, no. No that'd free be, for all. That'd
0: be even worse.
1: That that'd, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh,
0: they have released some rules on the smaller scale to have like free for all games, but not doesn't really work on such a large scale. Yeah, I
1: think mean, I think you would have to like take a week off of work and, you know, yeah, come in 8-hour days just playing this game. Yeah, to get like it, get pra- it
0: practically felt like that, you know, a weekend of playing. Yeah. Literally it's go to bed, let's come back at eleven o'clock and start up again. Are yeah.
1: each of those turns long enough that you could take your turn and then kinda like go make a sandwich, Pretty, yeah, watch oh, an yeah. episode of something, and it might be the next person's turn by the time you come back. And like, if when, and and apocalypse, yes. know, what happened? <laughs> like just give me a ball. Yeah, punch.
0: give me give me well half your army died. What? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> we put them over there for yeah.
0: you. friend of vibe. Yeah, so yeah like ever
1: uh, Kyle hosted one and we played in his garage and so that that way like
0: to your point we were able to um yeah pack, like, or like, not pack up but you know
1: just leave, leave everything like leave yeah. everything and came back the next morning and kept going <laughs> like speaking <laughs> of putting it to the side
0: though i i just played like a a kill team
1: demo yesterday mm-hmm. and uh every time one of my my orcs that was given to me died they would just put them as part of the diorama that they were showing other people <laughs> like, oh, just one more for the great diorama in the sky here you go like oh, you did good blog boy like <laughs> i did real good <laughs> like, every single one of them died after their actions had been done for that <laughs> turn so like at least they got their action and then they died it's so, like so you did your yeah. job godspeed <laughs>
0: yeah and that's the other thing i like is the scales that G- that games workshop lets you play for this Kill Team game. is a relatively recent edition. It's been around for a while but there's it's gone through um, it, iterations. iterations. So this newest one is probably the smallest Kill Team has ever been. Yes.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Smallest d- not participation smallest like squad size. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the the model count for Kill Team caps at 14 models and before Kill Team could actually reach some large point yeah. model count if you were well, playing the right army. So
1: there's there's three versions of Kill Team, three iterations I guess. Though actually they because the original original Kill Team was back in 4th edition and it was Oh, a, it's older than I thought it was. It was a weird it, it was a weird like player versus computer game mode if that makes sense. So like I've played board games where like, yeah. I, like the game will like Computer itself, yeah. It will tell so you how everything ha- works based it, on X it was kind of yeah. It was, it, was, it was kind of like that, and so everyone, you know, you made your squad and you customized it heavily. And there's it was actually a really cool system. Uh, you, they had breakable laws or breakable rules and um, unbreakable rules. So the breakable rules were, you can go, go against this rule for you know squad competition. Or a squad composition, and but for every rule you break, uh, more more opposition awaits you. So like if, if oh, okay. it's like another squad is added to the computer enemy. Okay, so it's a risk and reward. Yeah, like, do you want to deal and, with this. Additional and then some squad? Bra- but the, then there's unbreak rules where you just can't do it flat out. And so you built your squad, you had your squad, and then the depending on what armies were available, you could. Set up the enemies. They they did like squads of three, and there, there's like various upgrades you can do on both sides. And basically, what would happen is the other person you played this with um, would can like the the uh, enemies would patrol and stuff like that, and the the uh, your other. Player would kind of control them and like do the mechanics like shooting and stuff. And but okay, so you would take turns being the computer, yes, and then the and then you'd switch and then the, he'd play their kill team and then so on and so forth. And there's a bunch of different scenarios like you know, assassinate or sabotage, you know, so on. So that was like the very first edition. It didn't come back till like what, fifth, sixth edition, yeah, around then. Yeah, that's I, when they... I think it skipped it. I think it skipped. So I think sixth it came back, but and then that's it turned into just. A very scaled down version of regular forty K. Like it didn't really have any special rules. It was For just it, if context. a regular
0: if a regular game of forty K was go. around fifteen to uh Thank two thousand points, you know, fifteen hundred to two thousand points. What does that mean? Every model is worth <laughs> certain amount of points. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's like, oh well this this regular human guardsman is worth six points each, and they come in a squad of ten. So the squad that you would bring points. would be sixty points. And then upgrades
1: cost yeah, it was X, Y, Z. XYZ. Yeah, if you wanted to give and them so, special gear. Yeah. Let's let's pretend like I think 1,500 points is like an average game. Yeah. yeah? That's, a, right. that's, a, that's and, uh, like a standard. Most people, if they're familiar with the setting, would be familiar with the space marines. They mm-hmm. are the, the That's poster, the poster, they're, they're tra- the poster that's child. That's literally yeah. the poster child. So if I had a 1,500-point army of space marines, on average, how many minis am I bringing to the table? Wow! Well, <laughs> I I, I yeah. understand that you know bringing vehicles changes things. And yeah. that stuff. But if I'm if I'm going to be like the average Joe. Yeah. So if you're bringing like it, a
0: mixed a mixed force. Probably like. You could be bringing about fifty Space Marines with a couple of characters and vehicles. Yeah. Okay.
1: And then Kill Team was is you're bringing like, like in the second edition of Kill Team that's what we're talking about now. Yes. So yes. You'd be bringing how many? Like two hundred points. It was the limit. It was two hundred points. Oh, yeah. so, so you could bring about.
0: Yeah, you could bring like two squads,
1: and the and there's there was like restrictions, like no big vehicle, like you had, us. Uh, yeah, no vehicles. Because so back in before Eighth Edition, vehicles had like armor ratings and stuff, and that's that was the mechanics on how to kill them is you have to beat the armor, yada yada yada. And the uh, average kill team wouldn't be able to do that. And so and so yeah, so Not they had, very easily. Yeah, they had restriction like no armor facing value above I think it was like eleven or twelve. Um, yeah no, it was light vehicles only. So light vehicles only so that left. Yeah yeah it was 12 specific I remember because I was like oh I can still take my camera. Yes. I think <laughs> I
0: believe at the end it was uh you added up the the value of the yeah. front side and rear armor values and if it was and if it was less than 33 in total yes you could include the vehicle.
1: Yeah I, I forgot they they switched it cuz at first it was just I think at first it was just nothing above 12 but that could, could be the case. I, I, I was it, only uh,
0: really part of it during that, you know, oh, you get yeah. a just a super scaled down army yeah. where then every model acts independently. Yes. Uh, actually, did they even act independent back then or actually, were they still yeah. squads? Actually, yes, because um
1: because the, because of the fact you could th- that's when they start you could start get it, giving like battle honors and stuff. Too. Oh man. To various, so that's why because like I'd give give it to my plasma gunners because back when veterans could take like three three special uh, three special weapons, and so you you could give various um various upgrades and, various stuff. Bonuses, and so, so yeah. yeah it was wow. so it was similar to the new iteration of Kill Team where each individual guy because like normally in regular four uh you. Everything's moved by squad, you know. If cohesion, so, you need, it's a, you you need occasion. So cohesion cohesion all all ten, yeah. by, if it's a squad size of ten, all ten have to go together. I remember when my my first war game, I got really annoyed by cohesion, and that it makes sense. <laughs> but yeah. Like it's like, man, I want to move this guy over there. but yeah. I need the rest of them to do this. How else am I going to pull off this pincer? I'm yeah. Do three minutes. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, cohesion. It's. It, <laughs> I get. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I get it, and I get why it can get frustrating, and especially like there's some rules interact. In the past, have interacted it uh, wonkily, if that's word, and it is now. No, yeah, that yeah, that is that but, is a word. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I, fe- I felt that in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I, I'm just like flashing back to a couple of things with the unocations you know, and it's like good
0: lord. But the well, the rule. the game the game had you know those pie plates. So to represent like oh, explosions. large explosions oh, I of yeah. weapons. So. And so this cohesion thing worked where every model had to be within two inches of, of a other. friend. Yeah. And if you were bunched up, you were you more models could be caught by the pie plate. And so some chuds. <laughs> and the biggest of neckbeards would be like I'm going to measure out perfectly two inches <laughs> for every model. Do them
1: in a line, so, like... so that
0: I am safe from pie plates. And this could take a yeah. while. What's that? An orc squad is thirty models, and this neckbeard is stringing them out two inches apart.
1: <laughs> so, so, son of a yeah. To get to give context uh, before. Uh, before eighth edition, so seventh edition, uh, backward. Do you uh, know the general time frame from when eighth edition hit?
0: Eighth edition was pre-pandemic. That's about all I. Know. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's...
1: probably like four years. Uh, no, five years ago, maybe six.
0: Let's see. Well, um they're, they're uh, about s- editions. About six years. They, it's about every three years now. They've, they've wow. been and,
1: like the. It's it's really interesting if you look at the gap. Like third to fourth was a huge gap, and then fourth to fifth was another pretty big gap. Fifth, uh, sixth and seventh was. It's pretty, pretty much six onward because seventh, because they started introducing stuff in sixth edition, they, they tacked it on and then really just became 6.5. And then seven was just like all the changes that we made. It's all in one thing now. So, but yeah, so ever since like sixth edition, they started releasing more and more quickly. And so vehicles are now kind of all streamlined into a, the same type of like style, but there's a lot of vehicle specific things that happen. Before you know, in seventh backward, and one of the things was a lot of vehicle weapons, and then but also like uh, there was a lot of uh, 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 infantry weapons that also did, but they they had templates referred to as pipe plates, but you know they had a small template for like small ordnance like grenades and stuff, and then a big pipe plate which was like five inches.
0: Yeah, they had a three yeah. inch, a five three inch. In-
1: yeah, three inch was small,
0: five inches big,
1: and then they tear
0: to- a teardrop to represent like flamers. flamers. Yeah, yeah, fl- yeah. Uh, like a flame weapon. Burn, 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 burn.
1: <laughs> Johnny Cash. Uh, and, the, um, and then, you know, for Apocalypse, so they came out with Apocalypse-sized ones. And so, so you had 10-inch, oh and then a, a huge no, teardrop. Seven, 7 and 10-inch. Yeah, and then the teardrop was like another...
0: God, I mean, the re- g- the regular teardrop was about 8 inches wide with a effectively a small a 3-inch pie plate at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The big one was like.
1: By wide, you mean long? Yeah,
0: Yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight inches long. With then, you know, the end of the teardrop was about three inches wide, and then they introduced this big one, this Hellstorm one, which was a (laughs) five-inch pie plate at the teardrop end. And it was was probably more like twelve to fifteen. If I'm, that was a very big. It It
1: was. It was very big. Um, If I
0: actually had. I still have those pie plates in my backpack. <laughs> in, in like, the a little back slot because, I mean, I just.
1: I did find the other day, I did find my custom. Cal uh, Brick has got me a set of custom. Uh, it was in the Imperial Garden Inquisition themed templates.
0: Oh, like, my, know, like, engraved yeah. Engraved
1: and every like, laser etched. Oh, my God. I, I just found them the other day. I was like, oh, this brings back so many memories. They're so good. In other
0: words, you need to get into uh, Horus Heresy because yeah, they still have those pie I know. plates.
1: Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, So yeah, anyway, so they had all these templates, um, and then 8th 8th, 8th edition rolls around and got rid of templates, Um, because templates were were very controversial for people for some reason. Um, Because you could do the neckbeard was It
0: was the spacing out, and then there were also people who would, you know, when it came to shooting, you had to roll a scatter to sort of just figure that, like, you know, oh, well, this is an ordinance piece that might... Be off target instead of just rolling to see if you hit or missed. It since it exploded, it could still cause damage if the impact point was close, close enough, enough to the to target yeah. or hit a friend. Some people, you know, I lost so many veteran squads, yeah, due to self inflicted so. So, GW had a scatter die and people would always have the worst etiquette when it came to rolling. They would roll the scatter die on the other side of the, you know, far away from where they were placing this pie plate. And then you had these people trying to line up the angle to figure out how far it moved. And that angle could change drastically on the perspective
1: mm. yeah so you had people who were following the letter of the law but not the spirit like they were gaming real hard yeah
0: some people were definite tryhards and
1: sweaty neck and then also stereotypes. and dep- you know and then it was, the rule was like if any part of the model was underneath the, the template then it got hit mm. and so can see how that and then people so then people would argue like oh no it's not it. you know the golden rule always was, like, if the, if the, if it devolves into a serious... I mean, if you're at a tournament, that's when you, call, that's when you get a TL. Call over. That's when you get a TL. But if you're just playing a friendly, the, the friendly game, the golden rule is, if the argument should take, like... If the, if the argument is beyond, like, one minute, then roll it off and just keep moving. Cause the, Otherwise, like, the, we'll be here all day. Yeah, this game is... Get, we're this, already going to be here all day. Yeah, we're yeah. Already, this game's <laughs> already going to be four hours long. Let's not make it five and six, five or six, because you keep... Yo, know, you don't want to lose one orc boy. It does not
0: matter. <laughs> yeah. Want to you? You know, instead of having like, oh no, three orc boys were hit, and you would have people arguing, no, no, it's only hitting like two orc boys, and yeah.
1: So, so it I,
0: did. I, d- I can understand.
1: I I miss I miss them because it was kind of gave me a, a more sense of because like and going back to what I was saying earlier. Various parts of the hobby, right? So there's, there's the painting and the building, and then there's the playing, and then there's, like, the lore and stuff, right? I'm, I am mean, the lore is pretty wacky as far as I'm concerned. Uh, That's – I mean, that's, like, another episode's worth. Uh, I could go – and <laughs> I, that's pretty much going to be another episode. Um, But – and so I – you know, I'm definitely in, in it for the lore and the models. I, like I said, I don't like painting. And playing, that gave me, like, another level of immersiveness. Like, there's definitely – don't get me wrong – I, I understand why other people were but like
0: it was, it was a, it, fun. It was
1: it was fun, which at the end When of it day,
0: worked great when people were just playing games to have the fun instead of try harding everything. Yes. Having those pie plates land and just decimate Feels a good. whole squad yeah. of enemy units and you're like hell yeah. Or
1: like, you know, my my veteran you know, veterans Dopamine back rush. then Yeah. Veterans back then could take uh um Demo, demo charges, pack. which uses the big template. Oh. So, it was t- so depending on your scatter roll, you could scatter that backwards onto yourself. Because yeah. it, cause it was a
0: very short range, too. It was
1: very short, like six inches, I think.
0: And and the scatter die was basically on a 2D6, 2D6 <laughs> so inches it could scatter. And it yeah. could
1: scatter back onto you. Yes.
0: Yeah. Based on where that scatter die went. So you could have a guy who flunked PE throw <laughs> that demo charge right at his feet.
1: He tripped and Aww. tripped and falls. Yep.
0: Man. And your entire squad is like, you son of a boom. Yeah. <laughs> whole yeah. squad dies while y- your enemy unit is just like, that happened? A whole bunch of guardsmen showed up. One of them yelled something about Leroy and then they all blew up.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, so it just leaves the fight stuff like that. And like, you know, do I wish there were some modifiers based on how close you were, like to make it. A little, you should bit be of, able to hit something closer. Well, took, I mean, there, there's one time where I was playing Carl and he, Carl's Necrons, and I literally had uh, for context, a Lehman Russ is a is a tank, and it's, it's an Imperial Guard tank, so one of their biggest tanks. I literally like charged this thing up the, up the field, and I'm literally like half an inch away from the model I was trying to hit with the big. Cannon and you missed, and I missed. That's some XCOM, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, a 98 99% (laughs) chance to hit miss. Oh, and
0: even better for XCOM 2, where it'll show them move (laughs) the gun to show the miss animation. That's that's exactly
1: like like, I I just sat there, like, okay, and uh, you know, vehicles too have gone, they've done a there's been a lot of changes of vehicles over the over the additions too um, that I kind of don't agree with, but because um, like back then too, like they had their own separate damage mechanics. Like, uh, up, you know, it's like oh, you had to roll and then see what happens. So like a gun could d- get destroyed or it's immobilized or you know so on and so forth. It wasn't just a simple
0: oh you take wounds and die. It was there's it was a lot more yeah. involved. Like
1: it could stop moving, but it could still shoot. Yeah. Um, or I,
0: it could be completely immobilized with no functioning weapons, but it's still but it's alive still there for
1: game purposes. <laughs> so you're basically reenacting the final scene from Fury, yes. with an invo- Okay. E- exactly. But and so like the, and, maybe and there are, so so those it were on what yeah. part of the final scene. Yeah. Right? And, if it's, but those if it's immobilized were immobilized yeah. but can still shoot. It's the first part. It's and it's now it's, just a glorified turret. Yeah. It yeah. could have
0: no weapons but still move and thus could actually still function to be like, oh, I'm just going to try and body block or no, no, it yeah. could be
1: immobilized and no weapons and then it's the, it's the the latter part of that and, scene. N- and then it's just terrain <laughs> <And then laughs> it just it's becomes just terrain, terrain. Uh, cuz like i uh, yeah cuz there's there's one time where i had a uh, russ and uh, it was your first one where it, all the weapons got stripped off of it but it could still move and go around and there's mechanics, there's mechanics there uh, is mechanics called tank shocking which you could force people to move because you're literally
0: trying to run them. Yeah,
1: over. You're so and if you if they
0: failed to move, they got. Yellow.
1: most things would probably want to
0: move. Yeah, yeah. And, but if you've got a guy who's got like, well, I've got this, you know, big old grenade, I could probably take a shot at.
1: Yeah, death. Or, they did have a death or glory rule where you could attempt to grenade something. No, I'm going to
0: jump up on it and drop it into the tailpipe. Yeah, and,
1: and hopefully it'll work. If not, I die. Yeah. Uh, die either way. Yeah, so, exactly. Witness me. So and uh, exactly. <laughs> so
0: perfect, I, perfect example. That's what it was. Death or glory was yeah. the witness me from Fury Road. Yes, one of the best. Yes, and the uh, so there, yeah,
1: the mechanic was um, oh yeah. So I was able to just like tank shock, and then you could also ram other vehicles. And of Lehman Russ had some of the best armor in the game. Is all armor based. So I, I in the same game, the Lehman Russ survived the entire game with no weapons. And I ran over a squad of Necrons and I rammed his Catacomb Command barge <laughs> in the same game while it had no weapons. I was like, wow, you're more effective <laughs> without guns than. <laughs> Do you think maybe it was uh, because you were stripped of your options and stuff, you had to think more tactically about it, or you
0: just kind of yellowed it into somehow victory?
1: I, oh, I just yellowed it. Like,. Uh, <laughs> When, yes, everything is determin- yeah. this when, should- when
0: everything is determined by a dice roll, trying to think too hard about the tactics is not going to work. Oh, I, mean, blood, I, mean,
1: I know uh, you can still set yourself up for potentially doing great. Well, there and then there the are, dice gods decide no, but like, there that's the de- dice gods problem. There are definitely some tactics involved because like, I had to maneuver because you can't outright squish people. It's like, pretty much like if, they, if the tank shot worked, they'd just shunt out of the way, right? But if they had nowhere to shunt to, uh, then they get squished.
0: So, trying, so, trying trying did, pin so I did so I did have
1: so I did rush two Camaras up to box him in, and he was blocked on in his rear by his other vehicles. So I like so I was just like see you.
0: <laughs> Recreating just uh what it what would it be just a pressure crusher scene? Yeah, you know, just
1: that's exactly it. And you know, in guard, I'm not gonna sweat the loss of a Russ. I have I mean, three. I have, I have three more. Extra, they don't feel like we do. Yeah. So yeah, uh,
0: hyper advanced toaster ovens.
1: Just, it feels like I feel like that's prejudice
0: <laughs> I don't know honestly I wonder how GW's gotten away with the Necrons when they literally look like Terminators true, they do. I am I'm really shocked that they've never been hit with like you know oh you're ripping off the Terminator did- they ripped off
1: everything well, so you know what?
0: Considering how GW is so liti- litigious, Lit- litigious? <laughs> litigious, litigious, yeah, yeah, about yeah. about anything that you know words. dares infringe on it, and they always have to change their wording so that they can trademark it. Yeah. You know, what was the Imperial Guard is now Astra Militarum because yeah. turns out you can't copyright Imperial Guard. Yeah, the Imperial
1: Guard are just <laughs> real things throughout history, like Napoleon's Guard. We call it the Imperial Guard. Yeah, like, I, was, I was just discussing this yesterday during my demo game, like. It's, this In this, like, one case, it wasn't GW, like, ripping off something else. It was someone else ripping off GW because GW has been around for a, a while now.
0: Yeah. Um, Since the 80s. I, I cannot
1: remember off the top of my head what we were talking about.
0: Mm, I mean, the most common it one was, I know is the StarCraft, you know, Zerg. The That's exactly it. Yeah.
1: Leviathan just dropped, and we're looking at Like, uh, that is, you know, Zerg and it's, it's, uh, Terran. So and that
0: like, that aspect, it's...
1: Very still, hotly in... I was told that uh, Blizzard tried getting the GW license, and once in GW's life, they did not give it to them. It's it's th- it's like th- there's two different versions. It uh, depends I, on who you ask. It really depends on who you ask, because the other version of that story is they were... Uh, well, I guess there's three different versions because the the two other versions are that they were actively working together and then one of them dropped out. I, and I it's don't. But, so one version is Blizzard drops out. Yeah. The other version is GW. Yeah, drops and out. I don't remember which. Uh, yeah, which is which. But and so far, like all the theories haven't been. None of them have been really I, actually. None confirmed. of them are going to be talking either. Yeah, no one, no one will, no one will say anything about it, and no one. I, I think that at this point, no one probably just knows. <laughs> Nobody really cares uh, either, and no one really cares because yeah. StarCraft went out to be, you know, StarCraft. Its, it's it, own thing. Yeah, yeah, its own thing. They, you know, tier, uh, pretty much tear like Protoss. You know, you can kind of see all the Eldar vibes, and of course the Terran Space Marines. The Terrans look like Space Marines. no, they definitely, they definitely all. Or oh, like yeah. you squint, like you will not be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, sometimes.
0: I mean, again, at th- sometimes you also can argue like, well, there's only so many v- options you have for uh, sci-fi, space heavily, stuff. heavily yeah. armored infantry That's thing. A nice standard. <laughs> it's standard, standard Space Marines, <laughs> but but GW they really wanted to, to. Yeah, and you can't hold that monopoly. Yeah, you can't trademark Space Marine because you know Starship Troopers did it first. Yeah. Uh, Eldar orcs. Yeah, I uh, I forgot what Eldari now.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Eldar. The Eldar now the yeah Eldari. Dark Eldar or Drukhari.
0: Yep. Uh, Sure. Squats are. Leagues of Voltan. Leagues of Votan, no. Or yeah, Voltan. Yeah. I don't know why I keep calling Voltan. Probably why oh, I, probably why I keep, you know, calling the um the uh Starstriders the Euclidean. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it just rolls off the tongue yeah. better. Uh, but yeah. So,
1: yeah. I want I want you to field uh, a set of non-Euclidean Starstriders <laughs> to see how that goes. I
0: believe those are called the Gellerpox. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those are the non-Euclidean. Yeah, pretty much. Chaos. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, cuz all this like naming <laughs> has Stemmed from uh, there is a uh, there's a third party company called Chapter House, if I remember if that's the name, yeah. And they were selling kits t- specifically to add on to to convert. You know, that's part of the hobby too is converting. And so they were selling like different bits and stuff, and they were sp- specifically sold this kit as something Tyranid warrior. Like they straight up just used the GW name. And so GW is suing for infringement because they were using the name profiting off it and they weren't getting any return. There was no deal made. And so that's why when you see other third-party websites, you see – They're like, like, like
0: Space Bug Warrior. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're, generic – you know, yeah, they, they go with generic names. You know, Golden Boy Conversion Bits. Yeah, you know, they yeah. every Everybody Real that vehicles. always sells these yeah, third parties, yeah. it's always a very – generic, non-specific, like, but you're like, that is... Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, here's a
1: set of five blast guns. Like, those are just plasma guns.
0: Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. but, you know... Which I buy. I, laser, I'm i like, not ashamed to admit. Or like admit. three
1: laser, like ten laser rifle different laser. I was like, no, there's a lad's guns. But, yeah, so that that all stems from... That was rough... Uh, that was a long time ago, though. That was like, fifth edition...
0: I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I
1: don't. I, you can look it up; it's it's online. I don't. I
0: don't yeah, I just know that stuff like that existed and happened, but I'm not really. Yeah. Well, deep they did the name them. change
1: thing recently.
0: Those came about. And by yeah, reason,
1: I mean, like in the last four years.
0: Within oh, uh, within the last couple of editions is when they yeah, changed. Yeah,
1: that doesn't change anything I just said. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. apparently they're just knocking these out.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, At least within the last ten years is okay. when a lot of the name. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: still pretty. Pretty recently in the GW timeline. Exactly. Yeah. And the, in terms of editions, yes. Yeah. So.
0: Considering that Games Workshop has been around for about 50 years now for the last. 40 some, yeah. Almost yeah. 40. The 80s? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 40. Yep. Yeah. God. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> uh, where's my ibuprofen now? Right. I feel old.
1: <laughs> Wait until they do their 50th anniversary sale. It's not a sale. They're going
0: to sell everything at full price. You know, they've actually been doing better about that. Do they
1: still charge. Computer prices for plastic minis? Yes.
0: (laughs) Unfortunately, they do charge a lot, but when it comes to those box sets, you are getting stuff for free. I I
1: noticed that you do get a lot of stuff that would cost a lot more if you had bought them individually. But
0: no, yeah, they recently did like two price increases. Of course. Right. And it's like, you
1: yeah I mean well when, I, when when like when we get started like that's how i got was able to'cause it was actually reasonably affordable everything was like'cause like now it's like fifty bucks for a codex and stuff and like the rule books cost ridiculous amount but back then it was like thirteen bucks for a codex maybe thirty for the big rule book that's it and for guardsmen you could get at first you could get twenty guardsmen for twenty bucks so like a which so that's how I was, I was able to get my guard army. Yep. very quickly because of that and
0: and now they're selling you know 10, that same for 50 10 yeah. guardsmen for like 50 bucks yeah. and so the prices have that's just,
1: the one thing that's kept me out of the hobby is, oh yeah is it's the
0: cost of it like i i will
1: spend money on hobbies as we will come to learn over the course of this podcast right uh but like that i just i cannot justify it in my mind to do that because it is there's a ridiculous amount of money for not much, and you have to buy a lot of them to be viable on the table.
0: Yep. Which is why you collect custodes, because they don't <laughs> need a lot of models to be of I full had, army.
1: I had custodes thrust upon me. Yes. Uh, like I, I didn't even ask for them, but Great. they were shoved in my hand and said, you're joining.
0: Greatness uh, was thrust upon you. Yes. You should accept it.
1: Yeah. I, did, I do enjoy them. I think it's really, really funny, because uh, like, you know, people will have like 50, you know, 14 max. They will have their 14 minis, and I'll have my four. And I'll just trundle up to someone, grab him by the head, fold them in half, and then move on to the next guy. And yep. it's like that you is, can't that do is, anything about it. That is yep. what
0: those custodes do best, you know, especially in, in the kill t- – and, and they do that in kill team. They do that in regular 40K where it's like, to, to, oh, look, here's my 300 guardsmen foot army versus your 20 custodes. And it could be a close fight. <laughs> to, to give
1: it, <laughs> to give context, and I'll go over it more like during the lore episode. But custodes are um, they're like the emperor's personal guard, and they are to what space marines are. What space marines are to normal, normy humans. So they're supposed the to. Guard, the, yeah. These are these are the people. These are the supermen of the. The Superman
0: of the 40K uterus, so... Oh. Yep, <laughs> Superman collects them, so yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I didn't even think
1: about that. That's you know, kind of
0: Henry Cavill actually went to the yeah. GW store. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. he's a huge and, 40K. And, yeah. Well, no, but he went to our 40K oh, store. Oh, cool. really? Yeah, and Matt, the store manager, did not, like, recognize him on the spot <laughs> and was just like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? What you looking to get? Oh, yeah, I'm getting, you know some custom or some stuff. I don't know what he yeah. had got specifically. I wish I could have been there. It would have been awesome to have he's seen just, him. like
1: doubled over like that. Oh <laughs> I would have been <laughs> wheezed. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure. I'd have been like peeking. I'd, <laughs> just I just
1: treated Henry Cavill <laughs> like a normal guy.
0: Well, I mean, Robin Williams was
1: a huge 40K nerd. Yeah. Mean, his, yeah, he was a huge nerd. I mean, he was just a general. nerd in general, but like so many stories of uh. You know, come up over the years of just him being at random game stores and playing. You know, <laughs> I'm sure it would have been amazing to play with him. Oh my and god! Making all the voices and stuff as he moves. His I, if I recall, he, he loved he played Eldar, but I would love if he played yeah, like, orcs. Oh, <laughs> oh my! Um, really I That would just be heaven. <laughs> Mad Max. Break the <laughs>
0: Mad Max Cockney Space Fungus. That's yeah. what the orcs are. Yep. Everything they've got is powered literally by belief.
1: I, I was I was explaining it to my friend yesterday that all orcs are low-grade psychers and everything works because they think it does.
0: Yep, because it's not even that they believe. It's just that to them it is their common sense. Of course a big gun fires big bullets and makes a loud noise and causes big damage. But then you give that same gun to, you know, a human and they try and fire it and they look at it. It's like it's just loaded with crayons. How is this – I saw this thing punch (laughs) through a space marine.
1: Well, like the sneaky orcs are purple because have you ever seen a sneaky uh, a purple orc? Yeah,
0: they. (laughs) No, I haven't ever seen a purple orc before. That's how sneaky they are.
1: GW has, GW kind of has dialed back that aspect of orcs. Uh, That's a shame, a little bit. But the good thing about the good and bad thing about GW and 40k lore is that. Um, it's they op- It's mix and match. They operate, well, A, that, uh, but B, they operate on the, 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 um, um, uh, they operate on the idea that everything is canon everything until, is canon. until explicitly over it. And then, and then it's like, well, no, that was just imperial propaganda. Or that too. Or, or, or yeah. Or just you know, I orcs. do,
0: I, I do have the, imperial Imperial Guards Uplifting Primer, I which is, you know, it their, is it, which is a booklet that, you know, in the lore is given to every guardsman to be like, here's how to deal with those filthy Xeno scum. The Eldar are cowardly and weak. <laughs> and these are, you know, the same Eldar that used to extinguish stars because, you know, the sun got in their eyes type <laughs> of thing. You know, that kind of powerful. <laughs> and all this prop, you know, it is yeah. just pure glorious propaganda for fun. Uh, Definitely not for those guardsmen who, like, you know, would read this to be like, all right, here's how we deal with orcs. They're very stupid, so we can just, like, outflank them and... Take him in close combat. No, oh,
1: no. <laughs> Even I know that you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so with with that's yeah. how I won the game yesterday. Is just getting the orcs right up in the uh, space marine's face, gray knight's face, right up in their face, and, <laughs> yep, and, and hit and, them, destroyed them. Yep. that the one. Yeah, numbers is what yeah, numbers that's... is their game for, for sure. And so I, so like yeah, the the lore. Uh, yeah, because like they've they've done three different overwrites of the Thirteenth Flight Crusade. Now I think the last one was the third was the third iteration of that that they
0: overwrote a lot of things and. Yeah, I mean, again, they do that, but, and now there's even like you know, oh, there might be some stuff for the um Horus Heresy, adi- you know, oh, era yeah. stuff has been is been getting uh overwritten a little. Yeah.
1: So. But, yeah. They, and so to give. Whatever helps them sell more minis. That's yeah. what GW will do. They are business. I, I I think we should have just put a disclaimer. Like, oh, for every lore thing that we're referencing. Uh, it will be contradicted later on. But, that, that that, but, like, I don't want to keep saying, oh, for context. And yeah. it's like, we should have just done a lore episode and be like, refer back to this episode. Yeah, please refer. Well, you know what? But, Re- you know, go Refer to the episode in the future. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> wait for that one to come out and yeah. refer to it. Oh, my um, God. So, yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode. Please refer to episode five for the <laughs> necessary context for a lot of the stuff you will be hearing. This. Yeah. And people will listen to that and be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> There'll be more. <laughs> when is episode five? They're on episode three. Why? Is- <laughs> we haven't gotten to it yet. judgy.
1: But anyways, uh, and so because like the Horace Harrison is. What the, you know, what set, it's the prequel. It's the prequel. It, mm-hmm. It's what sets up 40K. It's to, episode one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that's <laughs> a different episode. <laughs> and, yeah. So they.
0: Uh, I was actually referring to the Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's a different episode. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Refer to that episode about Star Wars, man. Uh, and so, yeah, the horror series is what kind of? It's this huge cataclysmic event that's kind of sets up what 40K is. Um, I mean, obviously, time wise, it. It starts at. It's also known as third as, as 30K because it, was, it happens in the past. Um, Ten
0: thousand years ago. Ten thousand
1: years ago. Basically, the Space Marine Legions fall to chaos invite them in, and, and then that's what kind of sets it off. Um, there's all, big
0: civil war, lots of heroic fights, yeah. last stands, etc. Had half, uh, half
1: the Space Marine legions fall to chaos, and then here we are. That's why. That's why I okay, have Space Marines. Um, like I said, I, I'll go into it more during a, the lore episode. So, I have questions. <laughs> Which we'll get into in the lore episodes. Yes, uh, but anyway, so that's but so they eventually uh, they did a whole big book series on the on the horse yeah, finally over, um, and then they did, did they
0: actually finish it? Yeah, because oh, they, wow. they
1: moved on to the siege of Terra, and then they they closed that out, and then they moved on to
0: uh, um uh, war of the beast.
1: Okay, that, that's, I, that, that's like two thousand years later.
0: I did not know that they that the um, yeah they finally wrapped it up. Yeah, boy, that I mean, book series so had been going do. on. I know. I know, but it had been going on for so long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just thought they would keep milking it forever. You'd
1: think. <laughs> but anyways, and so then they eventually created um, a version of 40K called The Horse Heresy. And whereas this, there's uh, there's no Xenos. Um, it's only – literally unplayable. they are only good space marines versus the bad space marines and then they threw Imper- the precursor to the imperial guard were called the imperial army or the solar auxilia which is a, what a unit of whatever. Yeah. That is some other random <laughs>
0: Anyways,
1: uh they threw that in there for no one. <laughs> I don't know why. It <laughs> you know,
0: I mean, horse heresy is space marines <laughs> yeah, uh, fighting space marines oh, and mean, then they, they included threw- you know these the custodes they included the imperial guard they included the mechanicus but do, those are side yeah. to the...
1: Well, okay, so I think they threw in, the, like, the Imperial uh, Guard or Imperial Army, specifically for one person, I think that person's Brian Maul. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I think
0: yeah. like, oh, if it doesn't have Imperial
1: <laughs> Guard, I'm not playing. Oh, you too? And, I mean, and me. I, I would, two people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Again, I, you know... Well, what the models are We just
1: really consider for a British company to consider two <laughs> dudes from Michigan. It is, yeah. but it,
0: it's, it's just so funny to look at, like, 30K and, you know, they've done a lot with those rules, you know, from 40K to make it work in the 30K setting, you know, oh, a lot of weapons that were a lot deadlier in 40K are less deadly to sort of represent like, space marines are supposed to be tough. They're not supposed to be dying in droves like they, like it happens in 40K. Uh, So a lot of those blast weapons that could just annihilate a squad, they don't have the necessary armor penetration to outright kill a space marine. Yeah. let alone the more heavily armored Terminators.
1: Yeah, they, they really expanded on the on But the
0: then right. you have the Imperial Guard and the Mechanicus who have lower armor and so can be just blasted just in line. droves. <laughs> and so it's like, why would you want to play as the army that can get blown to pieces? When you can <laughs> play
1: the army that won't get That on. won't yeah. get blown. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean the mod- the mods were super cool, and mo- pretty much everyone was like, "Oh, we'll just
1: grab these Imperial Army mods and convert them for our current Guard army and yeah. just play them in 40k." But uh, so yeah, they uh, that's based off the seventh edition rule set and has stuck with that. So it's a very now especially it's a very different
0: play style than what the current eighth, yeah. you know, ninth, and tenth editions. Back, of- back in seventh edition, you could almost play like Eldar in a Heresy game. It wouldn't.
1: So some things wouldn't translate. Some of it, it, but
0: for the most, for part, the most part, everything you, could, you know yeah. followed the same rule set. Basically, yeah. I think the Heresy just had a little bit of different like functions on yeah. rules or war gear, but you could almost do the crossover games. Points values might not have been as weighted. Yeah. Again, uh, stuff in Heresy is a lot cheaper for those Space Marines than it yes. is in. 40K. Okay. Yeah. Because, again, 30K was representing like, oh, this is when Space Marines had l- unlimited funding and power, basically. And 40K is, nope, we can't allow, you know, you guys to have enough power to, like, stage another coup attempt.
1: You remember what happened last time? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, so it's so you're, yeah. you're much more limited. You're not allowed to have X amount of war gear or X amount of Marines. Yeah. But 30K was like, you need more? We'll get you more. Yeah. <laughs> so Wait. their points values are, you know, a, a space marine in 40K is like 20 points. But in ten in 30K, they're like 10. Yeah. Literally half the cost. And instead of, you know, 40Ks being capped at 10 men per squad, 30K lets you run big 20-man blobs of these power armor <laughs> dudes. And it's, it's bonkers. Really yeah. yeah. It is bonkers to see a game of 30K where you're just seeing, like, that is a lot more Space Marines than I remember, you know, there being. (laughs) Feels like you can run an entire chapter on the battlefield.
1: Oh Yeah, I forgot the Mechanicum aspect of that, too, Uh, because they had some like they they weren't as tough as space marines but they, their weaponry they was
0: they had the goofy cause stuff uh,
1: cuz mechanicus and and the fort gamers is a the tech the very tech heavy faction like they they what's they run everything in the imperium with technology they're, that's their thing and this is sams thing yeah, right? Sam, yeah, yeah this is Sam sams army okay. and so mechanica mechanicum is the 30k edition uh, is the 30k version of it um, you yeah, know there's lore more lore stuff uh, why it was Mechanicum and then Mechanicus. Uh, and the, you know, back then, technology wasn't as, like, rare and,
0: like, not... Because 40K is, like, the whole thing is, like, oh, a ton of lost technology. I mean, it's been 10,000 years yeah. of incredibly strict, like, yeah. anything new is bad yeah. and should be destroyed. So mechani- but 30K is, hey, let's get some experimentation yeah, going. This is where
1: things get weird. <laughs> and so there's there's actually
0: a plan so who this, needs a gun that can liquefy your organs at 30 <laughs> meters and some space marine is like I'll take it
1: <laughs> yeah uh, alright it's yours so you so can name
0: it too and there was uh, so this was under the umbrella uh,
1: GW had has a spinoff company called Forge World and they prim- primarily did resin pieces and so that's when you see uh, that th- those are the guys so when you see titans on the tabletop you would order it through Forge World not it's it's, the, it's still the same company, just a different division, I guess. And so they would, especially oh, nowadays. And no, yeah, especially nowadays. But back then, it uh, it was very weird because they would come out. It it, it almost seems like the rules teams were separate for some reason because more like kept locked yeah, in separate cause, rooms because <laughs> they they would release their own kind of codec style books and they'll be like, oh, you know, these count as troops for the main book, you know, whatever, yada, yada. But the rules would be so wildly either, like, over the top or very underpowered. It, you just kind of, depending on the unit. And so some of the stuff uh, later on, there was a planned book, because, like, usually like, each book kind of focused on a faction, kind of. And so, like, the first one was all Imperial stuff. So, like, released rules for a ton new, more tank variants for the guard, which is cool. Uh different
0: um, artillery
1: artillery yeah uh, a whole bunch of stuff the space marines got some new the stuff the flyers the flyers yeah, yeah. Um, and then then they kind of they started doing themed stuff so it's like oh, more lore stuff and then like oh here's these units you know slight variation so then you, we got stuff like the lesion uh, which was a, a regiment of the imperial guard drop troopers uh, and so on and so forth. Um, and so they kind of get getting more and more themed. You and so,
0: dare so, skip over my beloved death corpse of Krieg? Uh, How okay. dare you come into my house? Actually, I come into your house, but, <laughs> and you disrespect <laughs> me like this. <laughs> All right, shovelhead. Um, the uh,
1: uh And so there's this planned book that... They canceled and then they stopped doing
0: these books altogether, and they're focused more on doing side games. The writer died, yeah, or the main writer, and I guess apparently everything hinged on this one guy. And it's like I feel sad that this guy died, but it's like you can come on, you rules.
1: Because did
0: everything hinge on him?
1: (laughs) Yeah, because there's this. So there's an eighth one planned where it was supposed. It's called the Fires Over Saraxis. I think it was the name. You can look it up. Uh, and the uh, the whole point of that book was to bring all the wacky 30k mechanicum stuff into 40k. Oh boy! And so Sam obviously was super excited. We all were because Sam's like, "Well, that's that's a, the only thing holding me back from spending all my money on these cool models was like, I'm not I'm not gonna play 30k, so why bother?" But now, but now, <laughs> but yeah. Then unfortunately the writer died, and they haven't done that you know done any books since like that, and now. I don't know. They, they, yeah. They just need to. They would switch. They need to really. If they were to do it again, it'd be a huge overhaul anyway. So who knows? But yeah, yeah. Uh, we are almost out of time. So that that brings us into like the last question. Yes. About the shiny thing, which is, uh, in your opinion, what will be the best way for someone else to get into this hobby, shiny thing?
0: Well, the best way I would say to get into the hobby would be to go to one of the hobby stores, you know, and talk to a mat, talk to like the manager. Oh, you yep. <laughs> I almost said a mat. <laughs> find your own. Find your find, own. Fan. Find find your mat, and uh, <laughs> you know, if it's a good if it's a good like store owner, they will be more than happy to like to run you up. through a like a starter game and talk you through like how this plays and what's involved and in what's, the game what
1: you need not, and i i know i those know stores are out there you just gotta search them yeah.
0: yep and well, it, um part of it then would be in, if you wanted to get into the game starting with the small kill team style mm-hmm. would be where it's at because kill team is you get a box of units and you're then ready to go. Basically, that's, it. that's all you need. You find the rules, or you borrow, steal. We don't contone stealing yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can like start playing these small, little skirmish-based games with a friend, and that's how you get. That's how you get involved. That's, that's the gateway. Yeah. Again, you can you can play games literally as small as I want to have my character fight your character, and that can be a game. And then you can just. Build up slowly. NGW has released box sets where it's like you know Combat Patrol, and Tenth Edition is now like here's rules to just play with those Combat Patrol boxes, and that is the game. You don't need to add anything else. You just get this box set and you download the free rules. That's kind of the nice thing with this Tenth Edition reboot is all the rules have been free.
1: You know, they made it way more accessible. Yeah. Yes. That's cool. I so, mean, it's, it's convenient now that we're talking about, like it's way easier than ever <laughs> to get into it.
0: Yep. And um yeah, so it's like your all you need to buy is just that Combat Patrol and the download the rules for free and you're good to go. You know, get your glue. I use super glue. Some people use plastic glue. So
1: the the model shop will have that. Yep. I've, I've oh, seen yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, super super glue. Uh, any
0: any hobby shop will gladly hook you up with whatever you need definitely yeah clipper definitely clippers to clip things
1: out of the sprue Uh, rookie mistake was not having (laughs) clippers for a while do not twist them out yeah don't twist them out uh, because you might break whatever you're trying to get out of the sprue it doesn't uh, look as good and and that too um (laughs) And probably an exacto knife would be pretty good. Um, it's a rite of passage, so don't don't feel bad when you eventually stab yourself or glue your fingers together because that's just a rite of passage. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the me. plastic
0: glue helps with that, you know, yeah. since it doesn't stick to you, just but, to the plastic, yeah. but I use super glue. I use super glue, so, too. And it happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I prefer super glue, but... Yeah. Well,
0: I do a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff with um, you know, buying third party bits for like yeah. shoulder pads, arms, and those are all resin, which mm. doesn't mesh with plastic glue no. yeah. at it all. Would not work. Yeah. Or I even ha- get some some places will sell metal parts, and again, those. Yeah i know,
1: I still have yeah I still have a lot of old metal models, so and I've had to work on them, and yeah. it's like yeah, I can't use plastic glue because obviously for the mm-hmm. obvious reason, so. Uh, so that's why I generally was like, eh, I'm just gonna stick with super glue.
0: But yeah, so not. so it is probably about as easy as it's ever been to get into the hobby of 40k. Unfortunately, as we said, the prices have that, gone true. up. But those combat patrol boxes do give you like every box will include basically like a hero, a unit, and a thing, and then like something else that is completely free, for the most part. Yeah, and or even multiple things depending on the cost of the initial stuff. If you're you're brand new to the hobby, buying one or two of those or buying two of those is like, "Hey, this is an army now."
1: Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like they uh for better I mean, and one thing GW also has been doing a lot better lately is more um community involvement, I guess is the right term, like I remember when we first started going to Gen Con – they were. They had like nothing, no present, and by the end, uh, before COVID, they had like a full booth, and they were doing yeah, and they were doing demos and running demos of stuff. I think this was like the first iteration kill team that they were of the what well, first iteration of the new of the, of the, of the, of the first iteration uh, of the third iteration. Yeah, the, yeah, the <laughs> first, first edition of the third. Are we iteration. talking about the 2018
0: twenty eighteen one? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The one that we actually like did our whole little tournament, yes. little local group yeah, 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 tournament yeah. thing. Yeah. That one. That was fun. That was fun.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, then they had that weird, um, this is a. I feel like we're about to get back. I, into know, the I know, I know. We're trying to pull out the point. What,
0: what was that? You what? know, 40K is one hell <laughs> oh, of like mean? several rabbit holes buried oh, at the bottom of an anthill.
1: Oh, like I <laughs> said, like I, I feel said, like we're going to explore most of those anthills over the course yes, of this podcast. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, and what was that one weird game that I think it was all like only you and I played it a couple of times, where it was that weird like kill team esque game.
0: Are we talking about Blackstone Fortress? No, no,
1: no, um, no. It was called something else. No. Remember, it was kind of Kill Team, where like you had your individual models. Because remember, I had uh, the Inquisition. Uh, it's like zone deep. It's like something zone. zone.
0: Zone Mortalis. No.
1: Oh God, Lord, I'm gonna have to look it up. I'll, I'll try to find it. We played it like once or twice. It was it's a very like the new. It was it's it was a very like the new iteration of Kill Team. Like you had your individual models and they did their own movement and stuff uh and you you had squad composition and and oh my god I'm blanking so hard on the name
0: hmm it, it,
1: only you and I played it for a bit we did t- because like it was very quickly after they did this that they released kill team 2018 <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm there was another life yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'll find it because I's very it because that like that was the only game where the Inquisition could could do whatever it wanted, really. And, like, depending on your. You you could add a, a Death Watch base reign to your squad composition, or you could. Or a Grey Knight, or a Sisters of Val, depending on which order you cho-
0: you chose. I mean, that was just their seventh edition.
1: No, but this was a specific side game that side they released. Game. It was something zone. Because Killzone. I think it was like Killzone or something. Because it was like Killzone, Armageddon. Yeah, Warzone, Armageddon. <gasps> Oh That's, my yeah, God! I was, yes, I was like, I know Zona's because <laughs> it was, was it, fun watching the, like,
0: the realization. Oh my, you're right. Yeah. They did really. They did make a weird offshoot of it, like Kill Team that was just like, hey, this is going to be a super narratively themed, yeah. Kill Team type game, you know, skirmish game that allows you to bring like every kind of any army, but just like you can only bring the models that we have listed here yes so and like, yeah like so I fun. had Harlequins yeah. and yeah there was
1: I, I had they actually had a great Inquisition rule set oh my God. Yeah. I'm just yeah and so the theory was it was it,
0: such a it, they, yeah they released it and, they did nothing to support it and, and then, it died well then
1: they immediately like did proper kill team right. and so it's like well when you have so if you have a proper kill team why would you play this exactly. weird well the theory, the theory too that when they went into it the reason why it's called Wars on Armageddon is uh, Armageddon is a world in 40k it's not just the end times. It is just a, it is a physical thing in the 4K universe. It's it's uh, and so the the game Warzone Armageddon took place on Armageddon and so it set up all these narrative stuff. And so the theory was, and I thought they kind of outright said it, and they just didn't follow through. Uh, was that um? it's that they're going to release other War Zones? Right. So it's like oh, Warzone Armageddon, then Warzone. Of uh, uh, Octarius. Yeah, Warzone Octarius and so and Warzone Terra on Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like really What's that seven orc
0: seven. doing over here yeah. on Earth? <laughs> well he's just Oh visiting. Visiting.
1: visiting he's going on vacation in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um anyways sorry for that god i i
0: mean i was completely blanking on like what's a kill team style I, game that we i uh, well, like you and i only really yeah, played it we, like,
1: two or three times and we wanted to keep playing it and then they kind of just killed it and then released kill team and it's like yeah. well
0: i almost warzone armageddon was actually kind of similar to the necromunda yes, style game because yes. necromunda was like oh yeah you get penalties for shooting at long or close range depending on your weapons and mm. Warzone Armageddon had basically a very similar structure to it. So now that I've like right looked at it, Necromunda was is a much more narrative bookkeeping.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot to do. That's another episode. That I again,
0: think, like I said, the GW umbrella, <laughs> umbrella is, of games yeah. is
1: huge, extensive, very yeah. extensive. And so there, yeah, that's going to be a different. Which episode is about
0: again part of that appeal too. If you want to play gangs. They've got a game for that. If you want to play city-destroying giant robots, that's Titanicus for you. If you want, you know, to play an art legions of little dude, do- you know, legions of uh, men marching in formation, that is the 40k slash apocalypse mode. If you want to have scout-based action, you know, skirmish-based fighting, that's the kill team. So
1: it's accessible in many different variations. Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh,
0: and then you're like me, some the poor sucker who's like, I got to get at least a little bit of it all.
1: Yeah, uh, there, there was <laughs> they got their hooks in yeah. deep. Oh, and so if deep. Want, if you want space combat, there's uh, there was there was Battlefleet Gothic, but that's they haven't a video been game, supporting. Yeah, it. they have the video game. You know, everyone's that's got rave reviews. Battlefleet Gothic one and two on uh, Steam they're they're really good highly recommend checking out it used to be a board a tabletop game man if
0: only we were getting sponsored i know right
1: <laughs> but yeah anyway so the point is after all this drivel is that there's a lot um any level you want any kind of style game there's probably some game for you that you can play and that it has to do it for you. Yeah, years.
0: and we're not, and we haven't even gotten into the fantasy side oh, of things. Yeah. Warhammer that's a, fantasy. That's a different, completely, I know, series yeah. of
1: anthills yep. hills. <laughs> still
0: under that. You know, do you want to play sci-fi? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to play Mad Max fantasy?
1: Well, because because GW started off making models for like Lord of the Rings and wow. D&D, oh yeah, and D- I forgot I've also
0: got the Lord of the Rings
1: case yeah, too. And, like uh, basically, they started making models for D and D. That's like how they, their bread and butter, how they got
0: started, and then uh, Lord of the Rings, and then they got that license and they've held on to yeah, that license. It's weird, but. I know.
1: And then so then they so then some of the rules designers, you know, are just huge nerds. They start tinkering and whatever, and so that's why uh, you know. You had Huge the nerds. You don't. Say I know, right? And so you. So then they tinkered and tinkered and came up with Warhammer Fantasy, which it takes place in very uh, the old world, was just Warhammer Fantasy. Now Warhammer H.S. Sigmar. That's all whole thing. Again, we're trying to leave in this conversation. You're trying to wrap it up. But then GW. Uh, so then they did that, and so that's why Warhammer Fantasy is very Tolkien esque, very similar but different. You know, then they also have just a Lord the of the Rings serial numbers game. filed off. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, Warren 4K started, well, first it started as a game called Rogue Trader, and which that's a whole different conversation too. And again, everything, everything, because
0: <laughs> it's all so big. It's just, it's, a, <laughs> it's
1: just a massive entity of a property,
0: all interconnected.
1: And, uh, mm-hmm. and so, 4K first and second edition are wildly different from from third edition onward. Third edition to tenth, mostly the same with some tweaks here and there. Some, uh, but like. Even though the bigger changes that we talked about, like vehicles and whatnot, it's still basically the same game. It's just tweaks that have been made over the last you know twenty years. But uh, first and second edition were absolutely bonkers, and they kind of started off being just fantasy in space, and because like that's why you had you know orc- orcs were just literally just called space orcs with a token C, and then they changed it. The K. They changed it to K. To when they were starting to delineate more and more from the space fantasy, Cause, like th- that's why like squats. Uh, there's a race called the Squatch. We mentioned now they're the leagues of O-10. Squats got dropped after second edition because they're too much. They're too fantasy. They're they're too just. They're, they're they were space, space dwarves. dwarves. Oh well, yeah, space biker dwarves. Yeah, fun from Mars probably, but yeah. <laughs> so then. So they dropped that. So third edition. That's why it's huge deal when they came back because that was like a running joke. Because like, oh, when they, you know, when are they going to do this? Oh, when they drop, when they release squats. and now we can't make that joke anymore. <laughs> We're still going to, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's no context anymore. But yeah. All right. I think that, I think Red. we're
0: gonna put a bow on it.
1: Yeah, that yeah, co- that covers. Got to
0: the... put the ribbon on it now. Or but...
1: like it, we could we had to cut it off now, or else we'll be talking for five more hours about this. <laughs> I got room. <laughs> I got five more hours to give. Unfortunately, I do not. <laughs> but wait, you, just have to if, come you back. Got... <laughs> you have to come back and do it again. But yes, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thank yeah, you it me. was
0: great. It's great being here.
1: Thank you for being the voice of our disclaimer. <laughs> That's true.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: all right so uh join us next week and we will figure out what we're talking about in the meantime i suppose absolutely uh have a good one yeah Hey there, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you have any comments or concerns, traumas, crises, you got to um, actually us, uh, you can reach us at theshinypod at gmail.com, or you can go to Shiny things Podcast on Facebook, or you can go to the underscore shiny underscore pod on X or Twitter, depending on what you want to call it. Have a great day and try something new. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have anything you want to talk to us about, if you have concerns, comments, if you uh, have any corrections uh, like you want to go, um, actually, uh, go ahead and contact us. We are at theshinypod at gmail.com. On, that's our email. Shiny Thanks Podcast on Facebook and at the underscore shiny underscore pod on Twitter or X. Thanks for listening.